Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. Season three, episode two. Ooh, boy. Season yeah. two, or season three. You know, season two's over. It's gone. Season three, we're marching into with... Uh, Two feet. Vigor. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We're, get, we're getting at it. This is grandiose. Yeah, because last episode, our first episode of the season, we didn't really, all we did was kind of recap our summer well, to we this point. Well, we needed to, Zach. Yeah. People don't know what happened. They probably thought the Beatles broke up again. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what we're talking about uh, so a podcast it, it, that has such a huge cultural impact on the lives of individuals, and then it's just gone. So if we're the Beatles, which Beatle are you? Are you, oh, there's no question that I'm Paul McCartney, and I, I will stand by that. <laughs> so does that make me John Lennon or Ringo? You're Ringo. I'm Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's what's the other guy? The, well, James the, Harrison. James Harrison. Yes, James. Dude, that needs to be a picture. James Harrison, all bulked out with yeah. Ringo and John Lennon and Paul McCartney. No, you're thinking of George Harrison, That's the, yeah. the guitarist for the Beatles. Yeah. No, I don't think any, either one of us fall into the category of any one of the Beatles, nor would we want to be associated no. with any one of the individual Beatles. Yeah. No, I just thought it'd be funny to say that you're Ringo. Nope. Yeah, you know, Ringo gets a bad rap. He does. And the dude is a really good drummer. Sure he is. He's an incredible drummer. He's actually a really cool guy. And then there's George Harrison, who nobody knows. Like, I, I thought he was a, a linebacker for the Steelers. George Harrison, I mean, was a very talented musician. Like, yeah, extremely he a, talented. He had a solo musician. career, didn't he? He did somewhat. I mean, he had a few hit songs. I mean, he was known for working with, I mean, he was in Cream. Okay. Remember Cream? I do. Like, Eric Clapton? Yeah, he and Eric Clapton. He and Eric Clapton were good friends. Okay, pretty sure uh, Eric Clapton like took like his girlfriend or wife. Oh, yeah, they're good friends. <laughs> were good friends. I believe that's I believe that's how that all went. Down. Oh, nice. Eric Clapton, not a great guy. Oh, okay. Most most celebrities, probably not the greatest. Yeah, probably not. And that's why we shouldn't celebrate individuals. Yes, we shouldn't be worshiping no, anything we Zach. or anyone other than yeah. God. No, no, uh, it's, but it's definitely a problem with uh, our society and something we should watch. So how about Kenny Pickett, man? <laughs> like, we're excited about Kenny. <laughs> yeah. He contacted you, didn't he? he said, yeah, Kenny hey, reached out. He yeah. was like, hey, guys, it's being Kenny Pickett. <laughs> That's not what he sounds like. <laughs> no. Actually, Kenny's got a cool voice. Yeah. Kenny's too cool. Yeah, he's too he's cool. way cooler than me. Yeah. Something this 25-year-old kid way <laughs> cooler than me. <laughs> he just got married. He did. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. but he didn't get married in Pittsburgh. No, because he's from New Jersey. That, but that, yeah, Ben's right. not from Pittsburgh. He got married in Pittsburgh. He's from the Jersey, like the sh- Jersey Shore, which is much cooler than where Ben was from. He was from Ohio, like Miami, Ohio. Oh, that's where he went to college. I forget where he was actually from. Finley, it's like uh, some random flat place. Out in Ohio. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like you know, Ben. I don't know, man. It, it's going to take a lot for this kid to fill Ben's shoes. Oh yeah, in my eyes. I'm not saying he's ever going to get there, but yeah, uh, you know, let's get a Super Bowl first. Yeah, here, I, I was a little bothered by the fact that he did not get married in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like you're not committed to the city. <laughs> yeah. That I, I don't know, man. All right, it, it did a little Uh-oh. harm. He likes he likes Luke Combs, and he didn't get married in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Probably oh. not going to be a fan. Uh oh. Probably not going to end up being a fan. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm going to be buying a number eight jersey anytime soon. I, I will be before the summer's out. I will not be. I've decided. I, this is my decision on on jerseys from okay. here on out. I'm only buying legacy jerseys. Okay. Like so, guys that have already retired, and Got I'm it. confident that they are legends. Of <laughs> you the don't field. want that random jersey up? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Like, have oh it. man, I got Lima Swede. <laughs> When he came out, I thought that was going to be the one. What I got that uh, Fuamatu Amafala <laughs> jersey. Uh, 
Yeah. Chris Fuamatu Amafala. Yeah. Number 44. But we can't talk about football because that just turns people off. Oh, gosh. Everybody everybody complains about blah, blah, blah. I do have a story, though. I have stories, too. You you want to tell your story first? My story's not that great. I'm just going to preface everything with it's not a great story. (laughs) Oh, I do have a good story, though. (laughs) Go ahead, Zach. So uh, we were on vacation two weeks, three weeks ago now. Alaska. All right. We came back. We flew through the night. We got in Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It like uh, the flight landed at seven a.m. So all through the night, the kids wanted to go to church Sunday. So went home. I was shocked to see you. Grabbed a quick shower. Haven't slept now. I mean, dozed off a little bit on the plane. Yeah. Get to church for the eleven a.m. service, and I'm here, and I was not like functioning. You were here, but not here. <laughs> I was here, but not here. You were simultaneously <laughs> both at the same here, time. Here, <laughs> but not here. Yes. So I was kind of, yeah. But anyway, so it was one of those things where it's four hours behind in, in yep. Alaska. Yep. Mm-hmm. So coming ahead, I, I was all jet lagged and off. So what I wanted to do was stay up to a normal bedtime, go to bed, mm-hmm. and then hopefully get back on Pennsylvania Get back time. in the rhythm. Yes. So I had a list of things I needed to get done because we were gone for 10 days. So the grass needed cut, Okay. And it needed trimmed. Yeah. So I, I'm deliriously tired. That's a dangerous tired. thing to do when you're exhausted. <laughs> but go ahead. So I've already got one shower for the day. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to cut the grass. I'll get my second shower. I, I normally, I'm a one shower a day kind of guy. I don't yeah. know what, about you, but sometimes if you do something. Oh, you get, multiple showers. You, you'll do In multiple. In the summertime, I'll do, I'll do two showers a day. Oh, yeah? Easy. Yeah. Usually, I don't. I, I don't I w- wake up and I feel gross. And then I, I want to, like, I don't want to take stuff into my bed. Yeah. Well, I, d- I definitely shower before bed. That's yeah, a hundred percent. Because I can't sleep if I'm all like exactly. Sweaty. It's like you're sweaty from the hu- and it's like humid. And yeah. It's like I need to wash all this filth off of me so I can f- yeah. feel nice in my my warm cozy bed. So sometimes when I cut grass, I'll trim. Sometimes I won't. But mm-hmm. I hadn't been home for so long that I needed to trim as well. So yeah. for me, that's the push mower, and then get out the weed whacker. So, gosh. The day before we left on our trip, we're sitting on our back porch and a raccoon, a baby raccoon, Aww. comes up onto the porch. Hey, little buddy. Super cute. Is little, his name little Rocky? Guy. He might, I named him Rocky. Yes. But you he comes to. up on our porch and sits right, like, because we have like a screened in porch, sits on the deck looking into the screen porch with this big old eye, Aww. the cutest little guy. Yeah. And so the kids are like freaking out. There's a little raccoon, a baby yeah. raccoon on our porch. And like, we need to feed this thing. Okay. No. So they. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. So we need to feed this thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst idea. <laughs> that, I know. I was in that camp. I said, we're leaving. Who said they need to feed it? Laura. Do you need you to feed this thing? No more animals. <laughs> so she goes downstairs and gets a little bowl with cat food in it. Oh, no. <laughs> Puts it out on the porch. Yep. This thing pounds the cat food. Yeah, it is gone. It, it, it was like it hadn't eaten in a week. And now bringing all of its friends. So then you she went was back like, and went. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. What else can we feed this thing? So we, we were leaving. So we had, we had thrown a bunch of stuff from the fridge in like our garbage because we're going to be gone for 10 days. So we had these cherries that were old. Yeah. So she's like, I bet they'll like cherries. I bet you just like, just like the raccoon in Pocahontas. (laughs) Exactly. That's where that came from. (laughs) Maybe like subconsciously. (laughs) she thought That's where that came from. So she, I think his name was Miko. It was. 
Ah! Ah! There it is. It all came full circle. Yeah. Oh, Miko's over here. Miko, Miko is him. a raccoon. He's kind of. He's, he's, a, sock a, rac- he's a sock raccoon. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, he looks like one. Yeah, that's what he is. But anyway, so she gets this bag of old cherries, dumps them outside, and this raccoon was in his glory. This he's baby pick, raccoon. picking up these little cherries and like eating oh, them with, with his with hands. hands. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, thanks. This is adorable. <laughs> I know. You just can imagine this. And so Pooping they, trees everywhere. So they would like slide open the door. This thing tried to like come running in. I'm like, you can't. Oh, no. You're going to get bit. What's going to happen is this thing's going to scratch you or bite you. We're going to have to go to the emergency room and you're going to have to get rabies shots. It doesn't sound like it's rabid though. No, it was just little and hungry. All right. So this happened. We leave for 10 days. We come back. I'm out there weed whacking, okay, mm-hmm. around a tree. Oh, gosh. Please. And all of a sudden. Zachy, please don't tell me. <laughs> all of a sudden, something sprays all over my face, my arms, my, my shirt, my legs. And I'm like, what is this smell? What is, what is this? There was a pile of raccoon diarrhea. <laughs> It was next to this tree in in the grass that I was like trimming with my weed whacker. How do you know it was from a raccoon? Well, you you can tell like what raccoon poop looks like. Oh, I I can't, Zach. I'm not not a man of the woods like you. You're you're not a scat identifier? Yeah. (laughs) What kind of scat is this? But did you like stick your pinky in it and like smell it or something? It smelled so bad. It was like straight sewer all over my face. Well, they they eat junk. (laughs) They ate cat food and cherries. Evidently, this thing did. I mean, cat cat poop is the worst smelling thing ever. Anyway. So I can only imagine something that dumpster dives. So I was sitting there while they were feeding this raccoon, thinking in my brain, this is a terrible idea. Something bad is going to happen. He's either going to bring his friends, they're going to get rabies, he's going to poop all over my deck, something's going to happen. The day that I get back, I'm delirious, I'm uh, just no sleep, and I spray raccoon diarrhea all over my face. Zach, that is horrendous. Yeah, that that happened to me. That is one of the worst things <laughs> so, that could possibly So I happen. got my second shower of the day. Oh. I went, I, I literally I took I, the shirt I, off please my tell thing me you, you and I threw bleach. it away. I threw the shirt away. Yeah. I, 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 I was would, about I, to throw my I, head away. I would have burned it. <laughs> and then you, you should have bathed in bleach. <laughs> just yeah. like, just pour it. I, I would never feel clean again. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It was so awful. You, and you haven't been back in your house since. Uh, you slept on the porch. <laughs> me and the raccoon. He's the become raccoon. my friend. Yeah, you guys are we friends. out there. I pet him and real, cuddle him. Real Miko, he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, Because you're like delirious because you uh, yeah. uh, like consume some of, <laughs> yes. of the Got scat this spray. weird infection in my left yeah, eye. I don't gosh, know that yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why you were looking so weird. You've been foaming a little bit <laughs> yeah. at the mouth, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so then gosh. I got my Zach, second shower. Then Zach, I still hadn't cut the grass when yet. When you said you got hit with something, like you got sprayed with something, I'm like, you hit that baby raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling the story on the podcast? No. Poor baby raccoon. No, but no, he, he, was all, he, he was all fat and happy. Has he ever come everywhere. back? Have you seen him? I haven't seen him since. Okay. No. That's, well, that's good because we like, left. He probably that, came back each and every night and, and we weren't realized, there. Yeah, because, I mean, then they start to depend on you as like a food source. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially a baby. He's not going to know any better. <laughs> so so my aunt is notorious for being like uh, the Dr. Doolittle of, sure. of, of Western Pennsylvania. She's the, she, she had she, the African gray, right? She did have the African gray, and she has had several raccoons that she feeds. And she got a new parrot, right? She did. Kermie. He's green. Yeah. Your, your grandpa loved that bird. <laughs> loves this bird. <laughs> I know. It's, oh, gosh, yeah. Listen to episode whatever with my grandpa. 50. That was our 50th episode. <laughs> no, but he doesn't talk about it on the podcast. Uh, that, was a, that was a breakfast special. That was a special. breakfast <laughs> 
you say? I'm not talking about it on the podcast. Uh, anyway. Um, so she knows all about raccoons. Yeah. Okay. What to feed them. Yeah. And so my, uh, so Laura told her, told her that we fed them uh, cat food. Yeah. And she was like, you can't feed them cat food. It gives them kidney failure. <laughs> what? I'm like, really? What, what's it Those doing to my cat? Anything. They have the same, they have the same appetite as the DeLorean in episode <laughs> in, in back to the future part two. Yeah. Like it's just garbage. You just throw whatever yeah. in there and he'll eat it. Yeah, exactly. It's like a goat. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's not true. But, so, so who did that test, by yeah. the way? Uh, they got into the cat food and they all ended up with kidney failure. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So but you said she's like Dr. Doolittle. So maybe, maybe a raccoon doctor, a, 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 a raccoon that is a doctor told her. Came her yes, said, talk to her. Oh, uh, make sure that people <laughs> do not consume, or my people do not consume the cat food because it's bad it for my kidney. Leads to renal failure. I cut the kidney stones all the time. Yeah, well, yeah kid, kidney, kidney stones failure are and kidney stones. <laughs> not the same. I don't think one is indicative of the other. I suppose that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But I think one's way worse. <laughs> anyway, so you had anyway, a story. Zach. Tell me. It happened, Zach. What happened? Zach, last year. Yeah. Last year. I uh, I had I, I went to war. With the bees. L- last summer with, with the Yellow Jackets. Yes. And Zach, if you remember... It was it was a hard fought battle. Yeah, uh, but one one survived to tell the tale, if I remember. Well, listen, I mean, I I they struck first. As I was cutting grass one day, they got I you. got hit. Yeah. All right. And so in retaliation, I blew you up their them. home. You yeah. dusted them. I I, <laughs> I I I did what the U.S. did back in 1945. All right. Oh. We just it went all out. Okay. Yeah. It was like we're stopping this war today. Yeah. And so I filled it with, uh, I filled that hole with gasoline and I lit it. Blew them and up. And I remember I, I blew up the side of my hill. <laughs> I remember that. I put in probably a little bit too much gas. A gallon was too much. <laughs> I don't know if it was that much. It probably wasn't. It was probably like a cupful. But it, one, one way or the other, that bee, those bees died. Yeah. Died hard. Yeah. But John McClane made it through. <laughs> all right. There was one. And then the other one I said, I used that powder stuff because yeah. it was right next to my house. Um, so anyway, here we are a year later, Zach. Yeah. It's a whole year later. But this is the time of year they come back. Yeah. I mean, and you know, we've seen them outside, but I've been taking care of it. Like I've, I had a wasp, I had a wasp nest being yeah. built on the side of my house. Power wash that thing right off. Oh, nice. Did it. I just got my power washer out. I was like, not today. Not today, wasps. <laughs> That's what happened. A bunch of white Anglo-Saxon <laughs> Protestants were building a house off of my house. And I said, get out of here. And they said, okay, okay. We thought you were cool, man. That's what happened. Yeah. So Got anyway, um, but yeah, yellow jackets. I've not seen a whole lot of yellow jackets. Saki, I'm in my house. Just minding my, my own business. Where were you at in your house? I am. Okay, Zach. So let me paint a picture for yeah. you. Um, it, so our, our kitchen area, we opened it up completely. Yeah. So there's no wall. It's just an open, uh, what do they call that? Open air, con- not open air. What is that? Like an open concept yeah. for uh, for our kitchen. And we have like a nice little sitting room next to the fireplace. Oh, it's nice. It's wonderful. Right, it's very you have a nice. beautiful very, home. Very comfortable. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. You do. Um, and so uh, we... Uh, Sarah and I are just in the kitchen because I'll sit on the couch while and Sarah's doing something in the kitchen and we're just talking. Yeah. And I, as I'm sitting there, Zach, I feel a hot needle 
get shoved into my arm. <laughs> I'm in excruciating pain. I'm like, I start screaming. All right. I'm screaming on my couch out of nowhere. Sarah thinks I'm having a psychotic episode. <laughs> That'd be more pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing that she's not expecting. Yeah. She's like, oh, what now? This <laughs> exactly. guy. This guy. Yeah. Like I said, Pete hammer fisted me. <laughs> In the nose, yeah. On the nose, and Last I screamed, week, yeah. and Sarah didn't say anything. Yeah. It was like, and I said, "Why didn't you check?" She's like, "Steve, you always do that. Yeah. Like, how do I know when it's like real or not?" Yeah. I'm like, "Good point." The, so the I, youth pastor that cried wolf. <laughs> that's me. So anyway, I'm like, "God!" <laughs> I'm like, uh, Sarah's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Something bit me." <laughs> Something. Something jumped up and bit me. Something right? bit me. Something bit me. And so I, uh, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm like, I, I, I don't see anything. All of a sudden, so I wipe my arm and I see this thing go plop right next to me on the couch. It's a baby yellow jacket. Oh. Uh, uh, like an adult. This thing is not full grown. Oh. Yet. It's not flying. It's just crawling. <laughs> it is made. It has made it out of that hole. It. It crawled all the way there. The tail. The tail. <laughs> Of his family. You remember last year, if you remember the podcast, I said one got away. Yeah, that was him. One got away. No, no, that this was a relative. The son, the son of that one. <laughs> this one, I think this guy was covered in the powder. The dad, in this. The dad was telling the tale to this no, kid. It was his dying breath to his son. He said, son, <laughs> they killed your mother. I barely made it out alive. He like he's carrying this like little little larva. I imagine <laughs> as he's covered in this powder, he's got this little larva that he's holding on to. He gets to the new nesting just as he just as he's laying down. He's like, son, you will revenge me. I said, avenge, avenge your avenge father, avenge your father. And sure enough, he got his sting in, and then we destroyed him. <laughs> that he's, was the last thing. Hey, guess what? It was a kamikaze I'm still mission. standing. My arm. Swelled. Oh yeah. The whole time we're up in Erie, like as we went on like that mini vacation, my arm is swollen. Really? And got worse over. uh, I I have never reacted so badly. Like he (laughs) had like an ultra. Like he was like, I'm giving him all the venom I got. (laughs) No, it's it's probably some more mutation from that powder you gave to his dad. Yeah, probably, (laughs) probably. And I'm I'm sure he's got little brothers and sisters that are also going to be coming after me. So the war the war is not. We thought it was over. over. Yeah, I'm assuming the war is still going. Uh, I mean, so they got they got two shots in. I I think, and then I then I just like you know a bombed them. Yeah, like at one point, one got back at me. We'll see where this goes. I'm really looking forward to finding the nest because <laughs> I got I got I got, got more. I got a surprise for him. Oh, got a surprise for him. That's not a good wait. surprise. Oh no! You give a little present. It's a present. <laughs> I got a little you present. Guess what it is? Small. Guess what it is? What? Cat food. <laughs> <laughs> kidney failure. For the I bees. Give all of you guys, <laughs> all you yellow jackets, are gonna have kidney failure. I don't even know. If, does the yellow jacket have kidney? I'm sure they do. They don't have a kidney, Zach. <laughs> they don't have. They, have they don't have bones. <laughs> they have an, they have exoskeleton. an exoskeleton. <laughs> we said that at the same time. Yeah. You know, like you know what else has. Doesn't have bones, only has an exoskeleton? Uh, what? Kool-Aid man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> How many times has Kool-Aid man made it into our podcast? I was filling he up my- He needs to be like the unofficial like mascot of the podcast. I, I was filling up my, my truck today with gas. Yeah. 
Some of those gas pumps have the little TV screen. Yeah. Guess whose face was on there? Please tell me Kool-Aid Man. No. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> he was like snapping to a Slim Jim. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How, how did he do it? Uh, how does He's he... been dead for a decade. <laughs> I know. Snapping to a Slim Jim. Yeah. I, I, I love how Slim Jim, like, they got the rights to his likeness. And they're like, man, we're not giving up. <laughs> we're not giving this up. This is ours. Is he dead? He died like a decade ago. Really? Yeah, he had a massive heart attack. Oh, I didn't he died know that. In, he was driving his Jeep, and his wife was in the car with him, and he had a massive heart attack, got into an accident. She survived. Oh, wow. But yeah, he, he passed away. Huh. That's, that's Unfo- It's unfortunate. But, but he's, man, I still see him every day. Macho Man is still with us. Yeah. He's in the Spider-Man movie, the first one. Really? He's Bonesaw. Oh, okay. Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> you know that guy? <laughs> yeah. That's Macho Man. Oh, nice. Macho, I liked Macho Man. He was yeah. crazy. Yeah. But he was probably the best wrestler ever of that era. I don't have a point here, Zach. Anyway. Anyway. Let's, hey, let's get to our topic. When we come back, yeah. we got a topic for We do. You. We'll see you in a minute. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We're back. Part yeah. two of the podcast. We've, uh, the exact and I were talking during our break. We actually did. We do take a break in that yeah. break. It's much longer than what it appears to be. Yes, it is. Because time is relative. On a podcast. On a podcast. That Steve is. edits. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but we were talking. We're like, oh, man, after that first segment, we're like, we did, we're back in our rhythm. <laughs> that, was a, that was a Zach and Steve having a podcast. Segment, that was that like, that one. was like, you know how there's so much fan service in movies today? Yeah. We yeah. gave uh, like... Our 20 fans. Yes. All the fan service yeah. they needed in that first segment. I think the only thing we didn't mention was, because uh, we talked about Miko. Yeah, he was there. We talked about uh, Macho Man. Yeah. Kool-Aid Man. Yeah, the bees. The bees. Yeah. Uh, what else? I feel like we, for, no, no. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <isn't it? laughs> everything. We gave you everything we got. Uh, and now we got, we got no, Zach yeah. does actually have something yeah. uh, uh, that's, Mindful. Yeah, it's been on my heart. Oh, okay. Let's see. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear it, Zach. So, when I go on vacation, mm-hmm. it's a time where I have I find rest, and I write a lot on vacation. It's been that way for a, I don't know the last several vacations I've been on. That's where I wrote my book. I was started it writing on vacation. Um, it's where I wrote a couple of large series that we've done with junior high. It's funny, like, we'll, we'll go to the beach and everyone will be outside doing something. And I'll be in the room, like on my computer writing. Because when I get in a place like that, I finally can shut down. My mm-hmm. brain shuts down. I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about my job. What, what sermon am I going to do? Like anything like that. <clears throat> and, I, and I can find, I find a closeness with God in that okay. time. Because I'm free of the daily things that are going on in my brain. And I, and I can draw close to God. And... I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that time of just that closeness and such. And I write and, and I, f- I feel like in that time I am being used for God because stuff of this world is is not overtaking me in that moment. I feel like I'm a, a true example of who I who I can be in God. Well, it's like a, it's like truly resting. In yes, him, truly right? resting and feeling close to God. So this vacation, Laura asked, Hey, um, do you want to take your computer? So we can, so you can write while we're on this vacation. And I'm like, no, this vacation, 
I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to go and have a good time because I've been prepping for this for so long. Yeah. And, and even you are starting to get annoyed with the fact that Zach is, uh, all Zach's been talking about for six months is this vacation that's been coming. Did I say that? You mentioned something about it on Sunday in church. Like, all I've heard about is this vacation. Well, it's because I, I it, the, my exact words to you on su- that Sunday were, all I've heard about, well, because I, I called on you. I said, Zach, why don't you tell us what happened in Alaska? And you're like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. But see, that it, it had become something that it shouldn't have been. It had become what I was living for mm. instead of a place where it was a, going to be a place of rest. Yeah. It was a place where I was going to go and do you what I wanted to it. do. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so when I got back, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was there, I didn't write. I didn't feel a closeness with God. I didn't rest mm. because I had made it something that it should not have been. It okay. had become an idol and a place in my life doing something that wasn't fulfilling to me. It wasn't allowing God to work I had kind of shut off that and I'd made it something that it's not. Okay. And so when I got back, I realized that. And then, and so I, I felt bad about it and I felt like, Oh man, what, what is this? Why, why did this happen? And it, I did a lot of self-reflecting. I did some Bible reading and I realized as I was reading the passage on the parable of the sower. Okay. Okay. That, I had come to a point where I had made my resting place a hiding place. And so that's what we talked about in, in, on, on our message on Sunday. Okay. Instead of resting, I was hiding away from what God wanted me to do. Okay. And so in Luke chapter 8, Jesus tells this <clears throat> parable of the sower, and we know the parable of the sower. There's the four types of soil. Um, they throw the seed out there, which is the word of God. The first soil... It just lands there on the path because it's hard. And that's Jesus saying, you know, that's people that hear the word, but the devil comes and steals it away. Uh-huh. Second, soil, it's got some rocks in it, right? Throw the seed out there. The root goes down, but it doesn't get good roots in there, right? And so when some trial comes, people fade away. They're not really that devoted believer. Yeah. Third soil, and I think as I'm studying this, I'm realizing that, hey, we're not always one Sometimes we're multiple of these soils. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 I've heard that explanation before, sure. And so this third soil, it's got root, it's good soil, but what happens is there's also weeds there. And the weeds he talks about are pleasures, riches, worries of this world, and it chokes out, chokes out. God's working in your life, yep. right? Yep. For fourth type of soil, they throw the seed down there, it grows great. It, the crop matures, there's it's all kinds soil. of fruit. I'll, and th- those are the people that go out and kill it for God's kingdom, right? That people come to know who Jesus is through do the, the work, will of God. Do the work. Sure. There's a, there's a harvest because of this soil, okay? So we've read that before. And then the very next thing, and in, in that's verse 15, Luke 8, 15, Luke 8, 16, Jesus goes straight into the light on the hill. Okay. And don't take your light and hide it under the bed. You know, take the light and shine it out for the people to see, right? Back to back, and then he continues on kind of summarizing these these things here. So I've always taken those apart mm-hmm. and studied this parable of the sower and studied the light on the hill, but they're right back to back. And so what we talked about was yep. what happens for us as, mat- as, as believers is we fail to mature to 
to the point where we're producing good fruit. A lot of times there'll be seasons in our life where we're not producing the fruit that God wants us to produce. Um, sometimes we're going to have a season in our life where we're producing like crazy. Like we're, we are close to God. We are being, we are, we are allowing God's word to work in our life. We are out there doing the work. We are close, you know, there's seasons like that, but then there's seasons where stuff blocks out the sun. You know, there's weeds in our life, whatever that could be, whether it's worries, you're worried about something and you're not fulfilling your life like God wants, or there's seasons, and we've talked about this, where we're kind of living for the fun stuff. You know, there's things in our life that are taking our focus away from God. We've talked about all different things on this podcast, and that's what I struggle with a lot. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's myself. It's a self-centered lifestyle where we're putting the things that we're worried about, the things that we want. I think we're all universally guilty of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then he follows that with, don't, don't hide the light, mm. right? And I always thought that was like a, a black and white thing. Like you are taking the light, hiding it where nobody can see it, and you're not showing and allowing God to, to do that. But when I was reading it again, it, it could be thought of as you're just not maturing as a believer to the point where your light is shining as it should. It's being blocked out. And... <clears throat> Just like some fruit, um, those people with the third soil, you know, he said they they heard, they just weren't producing good fruit. Sometimes in our life, and we talked about this, sometimes you'll produce like those blackberries that are like as big as your thumb and they're super good and people want to come and eat them. And sometimes there's blackberries that are like little balls of like seeds that are terrible. No one wants mm-hmm. to eat them, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? It's not it's not, it's, not the, it's not the message. It's what we're allowing to come in and block out the sun, block out what God's doing in our life. Sure. So we talked about that. And for me, what I was doing, I was taking the place that I was resting mm-hmm. and I was hiding in it. I was hiding away from what God had for me. Like we hide the okay. light that God gives under the bed. Yep. I was taking the good thing God had for me and I was making it selfish and I was hiding away. I was making that a place where I hid from God. Remember, I didn't take my computer on vacation. I was hiding there. It was for you. It was for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think as believers, we get caught between that third and fourth soil because we hide away God's light amongst the things that we're selfish about. Sure. Okay. And so that's what we talked about. And so what, what do you think about that? I mean, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that I, was the I, gist of our message on Sunday. I, I mean, I think that's fantastic. And, and, and there's so much, I mean, obviously there's the reality that, yeah, not, not one of us is going to realize and recognize how good God has set up a path for us until we actually get on that path. Because, I mean, like I said, we idealize and we idolize I just choked on a mint. <laughs> chewing on monkey mint over I'm there. I'm chewing on monkey mint. Might as well get a bucky mint. If we're going to do the all the things that the people love from the podcast, the bucky <laughs> mint has become everyone's favorite moment. <laughs> that was a legit, like, I sucked it in. Um, but getting back to my, my, my point here is, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I think we've, I've been on this path too, where it's like, you start to get sidetracked because it gets hard. Yeah. The life that God has for us is not, it's, it's good and it does bear really good fruit when you allow it to, and you get to see a lot of amazing things happen. But then 
we get exhausted by it because we're bearing all the weight, not allowing God to bear any of the weight because mm. we think, oh, he's given this to me, so I need to continue just to move forward with it um, instead of actually doing it with him. That's the whole idea is like yeah. God wants us to walk his path, not by ourselves, but with him. Hmm. Yeah. And like we can walk down that path, uh, but the load gets heavy and gets heavier and heavier and heavier. Why? Because he's refining us and he's allowing us to go through trials and stuff because um, he wants us to trust him and, you know, do as he's like, as he is calling us and directing us so that we can grow through those things. But yeah, like because we think that it should be simple because I'm doing the will of God, we get off course and then we like we start idealizing other things. Yeah. Like you're talking about like for this trip, it's like you solely focused on it became – I'm not saying it was well, an obsession, but it can sure. become something we obsess over. Oh, like sure. Obsess and idol. For, for you, sure. for me, it's buying stuff. Like I obsess over that kind of stuff. Okay, what am I going to get next to help make me feel – Yeah happy or complete or whole. And these are the things that rob our full potential, exactly. rob our full maturing in, in God's plan for our lives yeah. because our focus and our desire becomes the things that we want instead of the things that God wants. Exactly. And I, you know, and I went, I've gone through seasons of this and you're right. Like we talk about these things and we could be at any one of those points. Sometimes we're, uh, you know, like the seed that falls and is immediately eaten up, you know, like we just don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Don't want to hear it anymore. I'm just going to do it my own way. Like it's, we've hardened ourselves up. And I think I've been in place in times like that where it's just like, stop, stop telling me the churchy answer. Mm. Like I need, I need to figure this out on my own. And yeah. God's like, oh, come on. <laughs> For real? Yeah. But we get there. We, we do that or we get really excited. Then we get burnout. Yeah. But the third one is, I think the most complicated one. Cause like we're in it, we're doing it. We're trying hard. And it's like we're getting exhausted. Yeah. I, we're trying hard, but our focus is on the wrong thing. Well, or, or we're letting the things of this life take us away from doing what God wants. Well, yeah. And that's what my, my – yes. is because, I mean, we're allowing ourselves to get choked out by the other things because we're, we're on the right path. We're rooted, but we're not – we're right. not allowing God to actually – Yes be our light. You know, you're talking about being a light in and of ourselves. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, uh, shining God's light because <clears throat> I think of it this way, like God gives us all gifts and abilities and his love and all of that thing. And then we shine that out to the world. We use the gifts that God gives us. Yeah. And, sh- and that's our, our, our light out there. Also reflecting his, his love, his purpose, his teachings, his ideals, sure. like all of those things. That's what we shine out there to the world. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we take those things and don't, and, and allow the stuff, the worries, the pleasures to block us shining those things out. Yep. It's not, we don't, we might not even be doing it like on purpose. Like, I think of like when you hide the light under the bed or under a bushel, like you're purposefully doing that. But I think a lot of times we're not purposefully doing that. It's just we get distracted. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of times, I mean, it happens. It doesn't happen suddenly. Like we, yeah. we you know, we kind of like microdose ourselves with things that are, we feel like are not a big deal. But in reality, it's, it's slowly taking us sure, away. Sure, yeah. Um, so it's like just a little bit by little bit by little bit and we're f- slow. And then all of a sudden we're like, 
how did I get here? Yeah. Well, it's because, well, because like, you know, the, the path you should three, three months ago, <laughs> you, you start, started making decisions yeah. that were insignificant, but it all added up right. and over 90 days. It became a, a change. Exactly. Um, but we don't, we don't recognize it up front because it's like not a big deal. We're just tired. We're just supplementing, um, you know, our feelings with something that is, you know, innocu- innocuous or whatever. And we're like, it's not, it's not a big deal. This won't, this won't really derail right. me. Why are the things that I'm doing for God aren't producing the fruit that I want? Yep. Like, well, it's producing little fruit. It's producing those little blackberries that are, you can't munch on and get any sustenance yeah, from exactly. beca- because you're not connected to the source like you should, because you're allowing yeah. the other stuff to block it. Yeah. You're being, yeah. And you're, you're essentially robbing yourself. Yeah, uh, from the good stuff. Um, so I mean, but it sounded like it sounded like you were you were getting somewhere. Like, did you have you had some some sort of epiphany? <laughs> well, I tell you what, the last couple of days, I have got to a point where I f- I'm feeling closer to God. Good, and I had made this vacation an idol or or a place where I was hiding my my abilities away. Because now that that's over with, I feel freed up in a way. It's, it's a weird feeling. Like yeah. it had become like a, almost like a hurdle instead of a place to go and rest. It had become something that I'd made it that wasn't healthy Yeah, and that, that that's gone. And now I'm like, oh, uh, now I want to do stuff that's not swirling around this big plan that I had. Mm. Now I'm allowing God to, and I'm allowing to be able to see the color and other things that are going on around me. And I'm enjoying my summer more. Now Good. I'm getting in more into my, my time with God more and to worship more and stuff like that because I have taken this thing that was a time of rest and, and I'd made it something different. Mm-hmm. And now I have, that's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I am. But I mean, the surprising thing, Zach, is a lot of people that feel the way that you're talking about or describing when you idealize something, they, they, come back from it once once that time has passed, once the thing that they've been waiting for has then they've gone through it. Sure. It's usually a letdown. Yeah. And it's the opposite. And yeah, you're having this is the opposite effect. So yeah. you must have rested well no. in some way, shape, or form. But you're saying no, I didn't. So I this is so the, this the is kind of uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> This is the way it normally works. What is going what, on I don't with know you? What's happening with you? <laughs> but it, it sounds good. It's because I had fallen away from God and now mm. I'm back. Not fallen away from him in the sense that I'm, I'm, I was allowing things to block out the sun, yeah. to rob me of the gifts and abilities that God gave me because yes. I was lost in the choked out weed stuff that he talks about yep. in the third soil here. Yep. Now that I've chopped down the weeds, uh-huh. I feel closer to God now. So it, while I was there resting supposedly on this vacation, I wasn't because this was not what I needed. I didn't need time away on a vacation. What I needed was a closeness with God again. Interesting. And so that didn't give that vacation did not give that to me. Usually they do, but I didn't find it there. But you're, you're but you're not angry about it. No, I'm or because you seem relieved. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> this is just not how people typically <laughs> respond. So well, usually people are like, oh, it's all over. Now what? Yes, because I, like, I realize figure it out. Now what? I realize that what I need to be living for is what God has for me and Holy not what I want cow. for me. Well, dude, that's a fast, that, that's a good thing. I mean that in the best way possible. I mean, I, I, I'm happy. 
for you. Well, that, thanks, that, buddy. That you, you, you had that realization. It's been, been three weeks. Has so, it really been that long since you guys got back? Been, two, two weeks since we got back, but we were gone for 10 but that's days. That's what so. I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you know, usually after something like that, Okay, because I've I've experienced this myself, yeah, and you know with like you know, putting but, I, all, but all... I didn't rest there. So if you'd have gone to a place on vacation and you rested, you might be longing for that rest. No. I was I was longing for God, and I I I that was blocked out from my desire for this okay. vacation. I mean, I, yeah, and so now that that is gone, I realized, oh, what I really needed is to to dive deeper into my study. Well, to, that is fantastic. To dive deeper in my relationship. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, well thanks buddy. Yeah. I'm really, I'm it's not really like I'm cured or anything. Of, well, of, no, but like it, sometimes it takes people a lot longer to get there to realize like, why, why do I feel so like let down? It's because, well, we filled ourselves with something that was never going to sustain us. Yeah. Like we have this idea that it will sustain us, but then we get through it and it's like, I'm empty. Yeah. Well, well, yes, because the <laughs> thing that the only thing that's really going to make you feel whole and complete is the thing that you're not grabbing onto and holding onto and saying this is it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I figured that out. Well, that, that's what? what he showed me. That's what he showed me when I got back. And I, Good. I, 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 that's what I said. So what now? What now? What now, Zachy? Just to continue to <laughs> dive in and see all what right. God's got next. I guess. Right. I mean, that's what we all should be doing. Because when we're connected as we should be to that power source and to that purpose life, not the purpose driven life, but like the purpose that God gives you in life, mm-hmm. because you understand then that his desires are the best. Yep. Once you're there, it's just a matter of staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they said about the, the, the fourth type of soil. Um, the other type here, Right. Certain types of people then will act upon it, but it's those that persevere are the ones that produce, that mature then and produce the crop. That's what it says in mm-hmm. Luke uh, eight fifteen that they persevered through all of these trials and cut them out on the other side. And then they're producing mature, you know, 20, 30 times what was planted because they're allowing God to, like you said, walk down the path with you and, and help you in, in your, in the kingdom work that he's got for you. And so it's then it's just a matter of continuing down the path and trying to keep blocking out all of these weeds that pop up along the way and allow God to continue to use us to do his work. Wonderful. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm working through. And, and that's good. So, so I mean, it's a road. It's a long road. It's a journey. I mean, it's a, it's a life. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone through, I mean, you know, this, as we talked about this on the podcast, I've gone through the exact same thing, but it's, it's good to have a plan going into this. Um, and I, I say that not just to you, I'm saying that to anybody listening to this, that it's, it's great to have the awakening and recognition that, okay, yeah. I've been so empty because I haven't allowed God to have the place that he deserves to have in my heart and in my life. But then what am I going to do to make sure that I put him in that place? Right. Because God will enter in because we invite him in. Sure. But like we're kind of the one that gives him the ejector seat whenever we feel like it. Right. It's not like he's like, Hey, I'm going to go out for the afternoon. See you later. It's usually like, we get distracted and we, we... We forget he's there. Well, we forget he's there and like we kind of... Uh, we start filling the spot yeah. with other things again. Yeah. You know, and I've been guilty of that 
a billion times over and probably will be a billion times again. Um, and that's why it's like, it's important to have a plan as to what are you going to do to continue to fill that place to continue to grow. So it, it, it becomes obvious when you're getting off track again. Yeah. So do you, do you have like, would you say you have a plan in mind? Cause you say, well, yeah, I'm going to continue to move forward in this. What is, what is, what is moving forward in that look like for you? Um, for me, it's, getting back to, um, having a daily Bible study time more than cause we study for our job and we prep, but for that's, yeah, it's not the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. It's not. And people, so, and I have to explain that to people all the time. Like reading your Bible, like reading your Bible for personal growth and reading your Bible to regurgitate. That yeah. sounds gross, but it's the truth. Like it's taking it in so I can give it to someone else. It's not the same thing. Correct. At all, but go ahead. And it's more just a mindset. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's honestly living for God instead of living for what I want. Okay. And it, and it's, and once that mindset changes and, you know, it, certain times that you have these epiphany moments that it might not seem like a lot to somebody else, mm-hmm. but to you, it makes sense in my brain. Yep. Like, oh, like for instance, um, Prepping for this trip, I've, we've done this a couple of times now. Um, the time leading up to it, I'm wanting to collect things to take or to wear or to have. Like that was something oh, for for the Alaska trip. For the Alaska trip, yeah. sure. So like um, hiking shoes or clothing to wear. So that's where my mind is a lot. Like I'm, I'm like, what, 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 what do we need to prep for this? What's let's do this? Let's do this. And so that's where my mind is all the time, thinking about those things. And it could be, I mean, for whatever your hobby is I think that sometimes hobbies can be a place instead of a resting place. We hide in them. We hide away the gifts and abilities that God gives us because that's what we're thinking about all the time. We're worth, um, maybe your, uh, your hobby is woodworking or golfing or something like that. And so you're constantly thinking about oh, what tool do I need or what, yeah. what club would make this better. And so like it's getting past that to, okay, you can have your time in your life where you rest and you can think about those things, but that's not what you're living for. Yeah. And so it, it's become a, it's become obvious to me that, that I had put this in the wrong spot in my life. Mm. And I've, I can see now, I mean, it's also past and done with, so it's not the, 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 the draw that, uh, you know, another hobby might be yep. because we're not going back, you know? So, but I have learned from this that, oh, this is something unhealthy that I have, that I did. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm past it, I can see what a healthier lifestyle would be in, in that aspect and, yeah. and, and can then take that moving forward. And it's more of a mindset. What am I thinking about today? What is driving my day? Am I yeah. kind of, um, making my day, my plan for my day so I can get all my chores done, all my work done, all the stuff God has for me and kind of get that done quick. So then I have more time for whatever it is this evening. What is my hobby? Cause cause I do that all the time. Like, like, okay, let's get up and get everything done. I'm going to get my work done here. I'm going to read my Bible, all that stuff done. Then I'm gonna have some me time later. Yeah. And we begin to live for that. And uh, it's just getting out of that mindset and putting God there. Absolutely. So when do you find yourself doing that then? Um, you mean, what, 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 what have I changed? No, like when are you doing this? And yeah, what, what, I mean, it's, it's a constant for me. It's, uh, but you're not constantly reading your Bible. No, but (laughs) I'm trying to say this because like, you know, people want practical examples for themselves. Sure. I understand what you're saying. And I, what what works for you? 
what works for me is okay. Um, putting on some worship music, just so my mind is. What time of day are you doing this? I drive in my car all day long. Oh, that's true. Okay, so it, it's when I'm driving, when I'm doing that stuff like that, trying to um, not. Yeah, it's just a, a change in mind. I, I guess I can't really explain it other than it's just my mind is now going to, okay, I, I, I want to work out more. Like I have more of a desire to make my my lifestyle healthier. I That's just talked good. to Laura um, and I said, hey, I think I want to eat better. I think I, I started working out this morning. Like things that are healthy things to have my mind towards, you know, making myself a better person, preparing yep. myself for what God would have me to yep. do. In that way, and it's I started each night that now I um, uh, been reading my Bible. Okay, so you're reading your Bible at nighttime. Yes, That's like yes. your time with God is yes, at nighttime. That time, and then I do the prep time during the day. Yep, um, take some time for that in the evening, but still busy. Summer is a busy time of year. It is, but you're, and you're making, out of making rhythm. a concerted effort. Like yeah. you're not just like being haphazard about it. You're you're like you have a plan. Yes, and that's the, I mean that's the thing that we always need. Like my, what works best for me is the morning time. Okay, is, uh, I, I I'm not a, a night person. By eight o'clock, not like eight eight thirty, I'm like my brain's shutting down. By nine yeah. o'clock, I'm out. Like yeah. I'm out cold. But morning, like I'm up at five o'clock. I got time. Yeah. to do that, and I'm doing like the exact same thing you're talking about. Is like I'm trying to make more of an effort to take care of myself physically. Yeah, and Spiritually, yeah. Um, which I mean, the, the things it does work hand in hand a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, a lot more if you if you feel better about yourself, like your your brain is you know working at a much higher capacity <laughs> and like yeah. w- desires good stuff, healthy things. Healthy I think things. I think not that's... just not just yeah physically healthy, but spiritually and mentally healthy. Yeah, it kind of uh, works hand in hand. It, it does. Like it, one plays into the other, and like they they and, I mean God made us as. Uh, one united being, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's who we are. I I found so Zach right there that that blue book right oh. underneath that that yeah right okay. there yeah. So that's uh, that's another thing that I've been using is it's a it's a daily devotional by Alistair Begg. It's called what's the take Truth what is it Truth for, for Life. Life. It's a 365 day devotional. I've been giving those out. That's actually what my men's Bible study group is. We're we're reading that together. Okay. Um. And I've heard from multiple guys. They're like, "That is the best daily teaching that I've ever got." Because uh, oh, nice. usually daily devotionals are hollow. Yeah. Um, and usually, like, look at the sunrise, beautiful. Just and God, of course, God created them. I shouldn't be mocking anything, but the reality is, like, we read that kind of stuff, and it's like, well, that's pretty empty. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Alistair Begg, uh, who's a pastor in, I mean, he's, I mean, he's internationally known, but he's a pastor in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, ish area. He's written two of those devotionals and they're like, I mean, like it gets into, it's a teaching Mm -hmm. for the day based on a scripture reading and then gives you the full passage that it's based on to read that. And then a daily reading plan for you. It's the most well-rounded, um, daily study. And what I found is it's been very helpful for me because I like, I I'm desiring more. Mm. Like I want to go deeper. I want to understand more. And it's good to have a guide in that. Cause yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously we're allowing the Holy spirit to guide us, but the uh, Holy God also expects of us to find wise counsel, to find wise guidance. Mm. Um, and you look at guys like, 
like Alistair, who's been in ministry, who has uh, had nothing but a clean, you know, record in his entire life in ministry. He's been somebody that people have been able to look up to um, in, in a like in a in a spiritual father kind of way. And uh, so I, if, if anybody out there is looking for a book or a devotional daily to look at that and my utmost for his highest, which is an older devotional, but they actually did a recent um, trans. It's funny because you hear translation. It sounds like it's gone from one language to another. But when you when it was written originally, I think Oswald Chambers wrote that in the 1800s, early 1900s, something like that. It might have been later than that. It might be early 1900s sometime. But when that was written, it speaks very differently than it would to us. So we, like, there's a little bit of confusion, but they made it a, a modernized English version of it um, because it's like regarded as one of the greatest devotionals of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an, also another daily devotion that I would highly recommend that gets into really solid teaching. So don't go out there and get like Jesus calling. Um, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you know, trying to help you find something that's going to take you that next yeah, it's gonna hit you a little bit if you're looking for a, a something daily that's gonna help you grow. Um, but you're right, Zach. I mean, you're going back to your whole point here is it's so easy to live for the distractions. Mm-hmm. That's all they are, and it doesn't get us away from our problems. It just holds us off from having to face them head on. Yeah. And so we're just left with the exact same question, right? And sometimes our distractions last way too long. And yeah. we're like, we get right back to the real heart of the problem again. It's like, oh, this is still there? It's like, yeah, because yeah, you didn't deal with it. You just yeah. distracted yourself by a million things. And um, that's the danger of it all. And that, what's the answer? The answer is Jesus. It's a real simple answer. Right. It's like, well, really? Like, just that, Well, yeah, it's a life with Jesus. That's the answer to it all. Um, but people don't get that. Like, so, and sometimes, unfortunately, Jesus is presented as a supplement and not the whole, yeah. <laughs> the whole picture. Right. Um, you know, cause I was, I was watching something recently. It was from like a, another podcast and this guy was talking about his Christian life, but still like just struggle, like just not figuring it out. And then like, you know, but some of the stuff that he was talking about, and this is not, I'm not trying to judge him. It's just the sad state of the, of the world and how things are. It's like, yeah, Jesus is this novel idea. The idea of Jesus and living like Jesus is a novel idea, but not, not at the cost of giving up all the things that I enjoy. Like I can't, I'm not going to give up all the stuff that I like. I'm not going to give up the things that are the distractions. And that's the thing. Like we're unwilling to allow the vine dresser to, to trim away the, the branches that aren't bearing fruit Mm -hmm. or they're bearing really bad fruit. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, 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 that's good. It's good stuff. Right. That's like, don't, don't get rid of that. It's like, no, it has blight all over it. <laughs> yeah. Let me cut it so yeah. the good stuff can grow. And so, I, yeah, I mean, Zach, you, that, that means fantastic thing. I'm so happy for you having this realization. I pray, you know, I think this should be our, our prayer for everybody out there. Like, if this is your struggle, like, it's not going to just go away. Right. And it's definitely not going to go away because you distract yourself from it. It's just you're, you're delaying the inevitable. Yeah. The only way we grow as people is to face challenges head on and say, enough is enough. All right. I have to get through this. God help me to get, get through this. And guess what? He marches you on through it. Yeah. Um, is it easy? No, never. 
It's the line that we've said 3,000 times already in this podcast. Not this this episode, but in, in the year that this podcast has been going. It's, it's been over a year. It's over a year. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Even though we we made our one year episode and then we took a massive break, so <laughs> people thought once we're again, done. <laughs> it, it, like there's there's been this yeah, yeah it's over a year but really it's you know, they're really just tagged right up against each other <laughs> end of season two and the beginning of season three are you know we're two episodes off from that um, but you know so much changes and like I think God has revealed a lot to both of us in this in this time off like. Um, but it's, it's all good things. It's all good things because we do need to move forward and we do need to grow and we do need to make changes that are going to be healthy for us as, as believers, as individuals, and as, you know, heads of our household, as fathers, everything. Like we have to do, do these things to make change. So, Zach, yeah, I'm happy for you. And uh, for those of you out there who might be, are you ducking down? <laughs> no. You scared? Yeah. Zach just completely disappeared behind his pop screen. <laughs> uh, those of you out there that are, that have been like delaying this, like change in your own lives, ask for help. Um, you know, we're here. Obviously, I think most of the people that listen to this podcast go to our church for the most part. Uh, if we could do anything to help you in, in, in this area, come see us. Uh, we'll help you out. If it's just a matter of getting you a devotional and it's like, I can't afford that right now, even though I think they're relatively cheap, like 10, 15 bucks and you can get yourself a really good daily devotional. The two that we were just talking about truth for life and my utmost for his highest. Um, check those out. Um, and, uh, if there's anything else we could do for you, we're always here. So, you have anything you wanted to close out no, with, Zach? I think that's good. I think for Zach and Steve, have a podcast, episode two, season three. Woo. Let's put it in the books. I'm Zach. I'm Steve. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.